0: So, very happy we scheduled the share for tonight. I see the island is either here or in cyberspace, but they're around. And there was a tremendous Kiddush Hashem last night, the Kabbalah of the Tzibir. can't tell you how many people told me, not only did they learn the minimum requirement, once they were there, they ended up finishing the whole sugya. So, that's a, that's a great sign. And, Mr. Shem will have to uh, capitalize on that. So, we have two... Very interesting, shaylas in the Sugya from our listeners at large. We have from Avram Izon, who writes in a lot. And Baruch Hashem, of our in Queens. And that's where his father lives also. And he wanted to know as follows. Avram, you'll have to let me know tomorrow. Uh, if you're also doing some science teaching also, based on your question, what would I say about making a volcano science experiment for the science fair by mixing vinegar and baking soda? I did this every year through elementary school. I assume you weren't teaching then. So you were the student. Why you wanted to make eruptions every year through elementary school, I guess it made things more exciting. So for those who are not familiar, I myself never did this experiment, I guess I wasn't ex- as explosive as I uh, thought I could be, so um, the scientists over here know that you mix vinegar and baking soda, so you can make a little, uh, put food coloring like red and you can look like lava and a whole volcano exploding and make a whole experiment. And um, and I guess uh, it sounds very exciting, especially if you do it every year in elementary school. I guess this volcano got bigger and bigger. So the question is based on our shirom last week. To use food for things that are not really an application that needs this food or an application that's not necessary at all would be a shayloh baltashchis, a b'zayin And we, a little bit, like Sarachi and Nazakasha on our wonderful mirrors, but still wondering... Is there any hidden reason why they're using macaroni to make smiley faces and ears and other things like that? And the shot you said, I think, both of you, uh, was that it was less dangerous and less toxic. It was cheap. As cheap. Uh, cheap? I don't know. Is it cheaper than the other junk? Art food art is cheaper art than. Yeah, that's that's, that's a pella. <laughs> the food is cheaper than the art supplies, any art supplies. Okay, so then that's one heter that it costs too much to buy the other stuff. So we use macaroni, just in a sound bite, go explain that to somebody a hundred years ago. It sounds kind of funny. Macaroni is made from wheat and they're not using whole wheat macaroni, but okay. So yeah, we had we had a fellow claiming that it wasn't dinner but dinner food, but I think we answered that already, even if it's junk food. And the question over here is, is there any other way to do this science experiment and how important is it to do this experiment? I don't really understand why it's important because you can imagine what a volcano looks like when it's erupting, and unless I'm missing something about volcanic eruptions, it's not because you're mixing a base and an acid. No, it's, it's a different so, principle. Totally no sheiches. It's, so, Alamai, it's bells and whistles. You're making sounds like an eruption. No, it doesn't make sounds. It just foams up. Yeah, so uh, you can pour Coke and uh, wash the... Coke, coke and, and mentos. mentos. It's more than uh, Coke Beer, okay, I... I'm not sure exactly. I think the science exam is supposed to show you how a base and an acid interact uh, to dress it up like a volcano. It's a good question. I have a better terrets. I, I don't think it's so necessary. I apologize to the science teachers, but uh, I uh, passed the science regents with a pretty high mark and I never did this experiment. So, so how important can it be? Science. Oh, so <laughs> the here's, your oh here's, here's your volcano, uh, it's a three standards. standard, okay. I'm not sure, <laughs> uh, you don't have to be so smart to get a good mark on the science features either, but you, I'm just proving you don't have to do these experiments. Uh, it has nothing to do with volcanoes, it's like almost false advertising. You're trying to learn the ins and outs of volcanoes, so this is not true. It's just to get kids involved. It's like little kids. This is not, they're not doing this in high school. He said saying, he did it through uh, elementary. That means by mitzvah age. Yeah, um, yeah, in high school, the regents are doing like... A farm oh, I see. And, I see. I uh, see. Okay. We're doing stuff. already uh, else chemistry, else. Real, so real stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have a really better It's just exciting. I have a better test, which I think will help us. not going to help us with our macaroni, but lemaisa vinegar. I just did a, a quick check. We all know what vinegar is. There's vinegar made from... Sour wine, which the Gemara talks about a lot, is you know we want to dive in. It becomes wine, not vinegar. It had a value. It's made from a food. It is a food. It's far cheaper, unless vinegar goes up, as the Gemara had. But and it's more expensive than the wine. But a lot of vinegar, I just know from kasharis, is made from. I'll read to you this thing. It's one of the many applications. Acetic acid is vinegar, and it's not one of the main ones. Acetic acid is an important chemical. Industrial chemical used primarily in production of cellulose acetate for film in the free decoderis. I think film is extinct. No. No? It's you can still use product, it? It's a niche product it, for those who are who nostalgic. Yeah. Oh, really? It's a whole revival, okay. And then polyvinyl acetate for wood glue. We had glue last week. Synthetic fibers and fabrics. And household so diluted acetic acid is often used in descaling agents like lemons for Del blink. In the food industry, Acidic acid is controlled by food additive code E-260, and there it's an acidity regulator and a condiment and is used in vinegar besides, it's the main 4% of vinegar besides the water. But what I'm trying to prove from this long, boring scientific description is it's not really a food. It can be used in a food. It can be used to make something we use in salad dressing, but I wouldn't label it as a food. There are two sukis here. There's baltashchis and bizayinaychlam. We're discussing both of them. I don't think it's either of them. And baking soda is even better or worse, whichever way you want to say it. Uh, sodium bicarbonate, baking soda. It's a basically a salt, and it gives you the various lists of the chemical contents. So it comes out as a white solid and appears as a powder, and it's... Um, like sodium carbonate, it can be used for different things, and it's basically a mineral that can be used for different things. The salt of food, yeah, you shouldn't waste salt, and it's paltashris, and it's maybe b'zayin eichlen salt. I'm not sure. You look at the gemaras that talk about chutz mai ma'im a Doesn't even sound like it has a food legati all the dinner. Salt in chemistry is a term of like uh, it's two different elements, different. Right, exactly. But it's not t- table salt is, uh, it is a whole different thing. And I'm, I'm saying, but even that, the Gemara says, even that, the Gemara says, not even a din food. You can't be used for my You can't even. Uh, is a I, really yeah, sure. the, the fact is, charcoal usually is a good Litmus test to figure out what a food is, but this is an exception because it doesn't have a full din food. Lagabe, my and other, other din It's not even a full food. And this is not this even is that. Not even this even is bad. not even that, right? So I think the hetero over here, if you really want to make a volcano, if I make an eruption, uh, I think it's not really food, and if it has value of exciting kids to the mysteries of science, then it wouldn't be baltashas, but I'm trying to get rid of the bizarre eichlin, the focus so of our sugya. Yep, yeah. yeah. before without the fluoride. That's what and, and the taste, uh, okay. So, uh, so we have lemons based on the truval we saw of It's a similar thing, so it's a very good question, and um, I never did the experiment, I saw the experiment. How explosive uh, does it get? It's foam. And if you close the bottle, it starts exploding. So um, you gotta do it carefully. It's this big, it comes out, it runs down the side. And that's the whole thing? That looks like a volcano. Okay. Third graders. (laughs) Okay. So that's number one. The next one is from Naftali Gortz in Passaic, New Jersey. I think, Naftali, you're on the line. Yes, okay. So, this is actually not only Nagate this year, it's in Yanadierma, which is probably why you sent it. So, I have a question with regard to nights on the top of using food for other things besides eating. After Sukkur, would there be an Indian to make jam or schnapps with Esra to use in an edible manner? That, you're well aware there is such a minig. So the minig comes from chivu mitzvah. You use it for mitzvah ratings. You want to use it for another application. But this is also an Indian Why throw it out if it has food value? The reason I'm hedging on that is because if that were the reason for the minig, it wouldn't be just a minig, we'd have to tell everybody you must make jam, otherwise you're wasting food. It's bizayin echlin, besides eichlin, bizayin mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah, it's just making the mitzvah more chashuv. If it were batashas, a bizayin echlin, we'd have to do it. And most people don't do it. Everybody talks about it, and you do it once in a while when you happen to remember, and I don't want to be on the cover of the wonderful Esang jam, but if you've ever tasted it, it needs a lot of sugar, which for me, I'm not gonna touch, or a lot of splendor, and that much splendor, I'm probably not gonna touch it either. And with all that, depending on the recipe, it's pretty tart. It's not exactly your first, second, third, or fourth choice for jam. Now, I know I have to share, Five of you are going to say you love it and it's your favorite thing. You use it with peanut butter and jelly all the time. And that's fine. That's wonderful. But uh, that's not what I normally say. You should still do it if you have the minigs. It's a nice mini because you use a mitzvah. Why not use it again? But, but the mere fact that most people don't eat it is itself the heter that you wouldn't be much to do it. But yes, there is such a minig. And if you can save it, uh, the other minig is to use it but clothes and use it for basamen, which we do. If uh, you've noticed, if you've ever done that, doesn't last that long either. It becomes pretty petrified uh, pretty soon. And we have a basamim box at home, which has all sorts of interesting uh, fossils and um, other things in it. And even before corona, it was hard to get something that actually smelled. And with it, it's even harder if somebody's around who still didn't get their sense of smell, even though they haven't had corona for five months. Uh, sometimes that lasts, not five months, the guzma. And um, if it's very weak and you don't have COVID and you are sniffing, 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 you should upgrade, as I've mentioned a few times, you can buy in Rockland Kosher, any of our fine shoppings. There's something you should get a uh, blend because then you have very But something as we explained this year, and upgrade because it does get stale. The esteric really loses it when it gets hard as a rock, but it'll last you a few months. And again, it's a nice application, you used it for a mitzvah, Use it for another mitzvah, that might even be better as, in terms of using it for a mitzvah than the jam, which is not a mitzvah per se, especially if nobody really really eats it. So that's question number one. What about, in general, using a surrogim as sukkah decoration? So it's clear, in Shulchan Aruch they use fruits and Zayim Minim and Rimanim and Esraigim and Mahongol all sorts of things in the Sahan and many people do it there if it's a Riman and it's still intact it should be you should eat it that's an expensive fruit the Esra the same reason I don't think you do any of the above I mentioned before if you would never eat it normally then I don't think you have to eat it now is it a nice thing once you use it for mitzvahs? mitzvah? yes it's a, it's a nice thing but and uh, the shayul over here, and the uh, makes mention of that at the end. You give that side since most people don't use this give as fruit by the general population. I think that's really the, the answer. But it's a nice minig. I wasn't aware people make schnapps out of it, by the way. That was new for me. I, I know about the jam. They put it into schnapps. They for example, and it gives the flavor to the vodka. And what do all the people all year when they drink vodka without the flavor, what do they drink it for? Yes. The alcohol. But they like flavored vodka, people. And you squeeze a little bit in, and it, it makes. In it. Okay, so when I drink vodka, you might have to wait 100 years. I will uh, miss Hashem to try it. But uh, did you ever have it, Navtali? You had it in vodka? No, yeah. but you've heard it's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so those are the two questions from our Sugya last week. And as I mentioned, we will go back to the Bizillion and Hafsid when it comes to speaking of Bissamim Havdallah and how much you should pour and other such. But I want to touch upon one thing that we used during this segment of the B'zayin Eichlin, and that is whenever there's a need to not use the food, Rabbi Yoshev was asked about something that you find as you start checking it to be pretty infested. Do you have a choice now? Do you have to now check the rest of the batch for an hour and a half, or do we say it's too much of a tircha, and an hour and a half is too long depending on the size of the batch, obviously. And he says that the tircha and the time, not because time is money, Rabbi Yoshev would say time is learning, and we discussed yesterday before in the value of one minute. And Lamaisa, you don't have to. The question is, how long is long? There's too much versus the fact that we're just very impatient. That you have to measure carefully. Uh, a very famous example of this, actually brought down the Mishra from the Chai and this is very fascinating, this application. So if you take a look at your copy, if you don't have one yet, uh, we should have still a few. What number is this, so Tzadik, again on the thing? Number two in the Zoom? Probably. It's number one or two in the Zoom for all of you people on the screen. So you add the, the Zoom link was sent out again today so you could check as we uh, get the papers here. And it's Hochet on page one. As you see, I jotted down, Tircha Ubal Tashchis. Take a look at the Machaber in Sif Aleph. Mutur lahater tzitzis zed litnim acher. We began discussing tonight before Marev the aspect of muksa by the decorations and taking things down, and we'll discuss that. I usually try to chaza that first before yantib because you got to know where to put the decorations and have them at least within of the roofs of their bottle. They don't block anything if they're too wide. And to make a tanai, which you got to remember to do right before you go to mincha on erev Shabbos, that any mehem that you're having in mind, so it's not nachal. If it starts pouring, this the lanam that you sort of were not beidel, and you had in Das to be able to move it. Chalamo, it's not a problem of moving muksa at all. On Yantif, there's a problem, is there's a problem of moving muksa, and it's a big problem because sometimes you have sukkum on those things and, and uh, shamus and they fall. So if it's on the ground and you want to rely on the sheet. if you're to make a Tanai, you can. That's what we discussed before, and somebody wanted to know, well, are you allowed to move it to another sukkah? Can you move it to another spot? The answer is, and they make a tzushalt to this din, that's why I'm bringing it up, is that it's clear, as the Machaber is about to say, you can undo tzitzis to move them to another beggar if the other beggar needs. This wouldn't come up too much here in America because if we're upgrading, we upgrade, when's the last time you'd want to take the tzitzis off and transfer somewhere else? It could come up in Europe. So in the time of the Gemara, where they had it on every Begit if you weren't using that Begit or you didn't have enough tits to go around, you'd want to remove it and put it in the other one. So the Machaber says, loy." But to undo and just patter the beged, this is fascinating. Just in terms of the tzitzis. The shaila of the Gemara where the tzitzis is gavra but it's din in the beged, then the din the gavra, basically. So, you ask him in the street, well, what is it? If you're not wearing the tits, in the drawer. Do you have to put tzitzis on? The answer is no. It's Chev is Gavra. But apparently, we Pasha's Chev is Gavra, but it's also a Kiyim on the Chev's also. And you're downgrading the Chev's. This guy's taking it off. Obviously, he's not wearing it. If he was wearing it, he wouldn't be taking it off. doesn't be over the Isar bit Abdullah of Arba Kampfis. So, he's taking it off, and the Machabra says, you shouldn't take it off. If you're not putting it somewhere else, why not? Because the baggage already uh, has sitsis, you shouldn't be taking it off. Hagar, dafke betalis shell parchyuva, somebody who's muchyuv, avamut lahater at sitsis, shell masim. It's interesting. Are there any Schusters on the screen over here? I thought I saw one before. Here we are. It's the guy waving. Okay, so you in the middle, you have the distinction of being on the Chevakadish, although it's probably private information. But. Um, we were discussing, I believe, last week, right before Yantif. So there are various Minhagim, a big tumult in the to am really big tumult. There are a lot of chuvas written on this. And the debate is when they bury somebody, should they put a talus on, talus witsitsis, which you don't say they're putting a talis on. Why would they put a talis without tzitzis? Some say Dafka a with tzitzis. Some say without tzitzis. This is logical. Rush because you can't keep tzitzis now. Some say put the talis on, but snap off the titsis at the last moment, which is the minute you were referring to. Uh, either snap off the tzitzis, cut off the tzitzis, or round out the corner, and various hybrids of various minhagim in between. And there are rishanim who are makid left in savas. They should keep the talis and the tzitzis on. Others said not. That's where these various minhagim. It's very um, uh, not pushed What's going on with these minhagim? Is everything is al pi Like the, the nifter is not machleev in anything. And chesam is a different story. And when we get chesam worried about it, was part of the minig maybe, and part of the machlekes was that there were yidin who weren't keeping the mitzvah Perhaps that properly couldn't afford it, whatever the case may be, and therefore maybe it would be chas Kittred, or the mitzvah represents tying mitzvahs, and who says we're so perfect in Tayag mitzvahs? Therefore, keep it off. And others said they kept it where they could. And why are we being meitzilah zanjiten? It's a very exciting, uh, colorful debate on something you would think it's not the person's not alive. Keep it shames half shemen but that's what i is referring to over here. You can take it off or cut it off, which is talk of the meaning of many chavakidishes today. So take a look at the Mishnah Berurah in the bracket, about six lines down, in Sifkot and Gimel, and you'll see something very fascinating. Mutolahaserat tzitzis, Allah says, takteym, yesinaim ishem hid the mitzvah. So, this is something we would do. Titsis, even if they're not puzzle, would get worn and the guy wants to upgrade. So, today for most of us Americans, the Shila wouldn't even come up because if they look frayed and worn, we just buy another pair of Titsis. But that's a function of money. So, if you didn't have that, uh, you would not buy another Arbacanfis. Something top of the bar. this is your regular Begat. You would upgrade the Titsis if you can afford it. So you gotta get the old sits off. So hasar says Mishum They're old or they're not Lachathilah. Remember when tsits rip, it's still kosher if you still have aniva. And if the guy kept track as he's making the tzitzis, and there's two of them on one side and he has four on one side, four on the other side, so then he can even have two of them that go down because then you still have the other side. So then even less than day and even on one side. So there's plenty of uh, wiggle room. And if you wear this out, like many people do, that actually comes up. It gets snagged and all sorts of things. And Manebacher just come over to me last week, and he came and showed me tzitzis out. They just want to make sure he's still cushioning. And the two of them ripped. And I asked him. He didn't really know the answer. Because nobody knows the answer. And I said, do you think they kept track? And I had to ask him which Heksher was. I do not isn't promising. They're promising the guy put it on the Shema, at least the alien. I, I wonder if they're guaranteeing that they did it right and they followed this forum once one side, four the other side. It'd be a nice thing because it's not gay. to somebody who has two things ripped and it's... Uh, I, I suppose they do. You have to ask somebody who's making them next time I bump into somebody. You do it yourself. Uh, what? You do it yourself to know. You could do it yourself. Doing it yourself has many matters not to chas v'sholem pinch on the cover of any defined the fine achsharem. There's a very good achsherem, but yeah, if you do it yourself, you know you had kavana. well... We hope, you know, you had Kavana. And you know that you kept track. That That's definitely a, And you get mitzvah by Yesh and So that's definitely a mile. But his, anyway, were Hekada and so I wasn't that concerned. It's interesting. The same day, another bocha came over to me and showed me a tzitzis. I said, you have a shayla? I don't see a shayla in the tzitzis. He says, well, it's actually further deep. So he almost pulled it out, I he didn't have to. He explained to me what it was. He said, the corner has... This corner has one hole. It it's coming out of one hole. I said, "That's fine." You're a litvak. I'm a litvak. That's fine. He said, "Yeah." I'm sort of. I look like a litvak, but our minig is two holes, which is really not a doch. See It goes back to beis hesiv and beis hesiv. Brings the that Doesn't agree with it. But we all know. If you go shopping today here in Muncie, for sure, once you go up to the counter, first thing you asks "You two holes or one?" Now, if you're from Mars, you won't know what in the world he's talking about. But if you're from Muncie, you will. <laughs> so, most people would know the answer to that, unless they don't, in which case, they either ask their father or ask a shayla. If they ask the guy behind the counter, it depends what persuasion he is, and he's gonna answer the question according to what he thinks is right. There's no right or wrong over here. But there's a clear difference in Menhagen. So, Bikitsi tells me he has one hole over here. I said, yeah, he said, well, the problem is, the other three corners have two holes. I said, you know, there's always a week, every week, where you finally thought after all these shilas, you heard every shilam? I said, this is the one for this week. <laughs> so I said, it's not going to be a steer or a bay. That's where shilam is coming from. It's a, it's a good shiloh. You can't be, you don't want to be wearing, let's say, tefillin that a half and half-rachin, just as <laughs> a That's going to get you in serious trouble. Here, the shilas are not that far apart. It's not like one is holding the other one's puzzle. I said, um, how did it happen? He said, it ripped, and now it's one hole, which is a shaila because the Achilles heel, which I said we shouldn't use that expression anymore three years ago, but i got to find a better one, and I haven't yet. The weakness of, um, of tzitzes when you make them, this you have to check even with a good hechsheb, because sometimes it's just things slip, is that you have very little wiggle room on how far and how close it is to the corner on both sides that if there's a soul in the stitches, that's usually it. So the big question is, okay, it started good, and now it ripped. Forget two holes, one hole. A bit further, so what's the dent? So the good news is, if it started off far enough and it's still hanging on, if it wasn't hanging on, they wouldn't be there anymore. So then you're still okay. Now, I didn't ask him, by the way, the Metsius, Which next time I see him, I meant to ask him, how do you start with two holes and then have one hole and didn't fall out? That's a good kasha na but I'm telling Maybe you, basically I don't know. I didn't get that far because he didn't show it to me. He was just asking me in theory and lumdis or yeah, yeah, yeah So just uh, There must be a way Because he wasn't making it up Just to challenge me To make my day more colorful uh, so, um, so These shittas are not that far apart That it's going to be A tari uh As long as uh, It was in the right place In the first place So I thought that was interesting And these are reasons Even in America You have them well, walking around And uh, Their parents Don't spoil them And if you're going to spoil your kids Spoil them in mitzvahs But it's not a time To get worn and uh, once in a while, you have to change them. If they're still down to more than a good day either, you're okay. And when you upgrade, you can't take those same sisters that are ripped and put them back. You can't put it in the chalchila, but it's okay, but the have it. So, over here, the scenario is, he's upgrading for whatever reason, certainly a hidr to have full strings, and he's upgrading. He wants hidr mitzvah. I've had people ask me, uh, they notice the style, I said that in a positive way, in the last 10, 15 years, a lot of people wear talositis. That wasn't really done at all 30 years ago. But it's great. I suggest people get it. They last longer. They're better looking. They're more of a hither, and there's no downside. They're just thicker. And they're, but the first time you see it change, you say, like, wow, had they, somebody put it, mistakenly put it in it's uh, double the thickness. But it's a uh, myla. It's part of the hither. So again, as I just explained, it's still kosher. which means if you have any good reason for upgrading the Hither. you could change it. So far, so good. The the makam the same really if they're still good and somebody else can use them, who's poor, who can't afford a brand new one. Again, this wouldn't come up that much in America, but let's say you have a lot of boys at home and they're gilachinuch and you want to give it to them, because they get schlupped in the mud, unfortunately, and and freight anyway. And it is expensive to keep upgrading. You want to give it to them. That could happen. They not de aniva. Notice how he put that in. You can't put that in the baggage now, on the next baggage. He says, if you have tzitzes that are still worthy of being put in somewhere and they can be re- reused. So I don't want to use the word recycle, but it's to waste tzitzes if somebody else can make use of them. So he says, if they, besides that, when they're down and they're already ripped. That's not a hit to put it in Lachat but otherwise they can be reused. You shouldn't throw them out because it's Baltashkes and it's designed in a, a Very famous expression which we didn't use yet, but it's part of this Baltashkesugia. Gemara says you should never throw out your uh, how to describe. burrow is um, your wastewater. We don't really in America your, our wastewater goes down the drain and down the toilet, but in the free digadaris. When I grew up in Slutsk, in 1850, uh, we had to go out every day and throw out a pail of water. The like Gemara says, "Don't throw out that pail; somebody else might need it to irrigate their farm." This is a they matter. Getting water, you have to go to the well. This is a precious commodity. Today, we wouldn't think twice about it, but that's the Vil Malcolm b'Azman. So the water was dirty, often putrid. But before you get rid of it, there's somebody next door who wants to water his garden. He so said, "Why would you water your garden with sewer water?" The answer here, is that's well, I just saw the technology now, it's, it's purified in the olden times. They used it because I don't think it affects the carrots, it's fertilizer. It, right? Why? A place like California. No, no, but he say that's when they purify, they chemically treat it. You know, in the time they come on, they weren't chemically treating it. says, Take your bear which was filthy, and give it to somebody else who's poor who needs water, it. Yeah, they, they bring it out to without plant. treating it. Well, without they it Bacteria right? Bacteria What? Okay well That's In the, the, the 1800s They didn't know Or the 1600s They didn't know About bacteria And they uh, And they just Used it again against so the Gemara says If it has any use To anybody Think twice Before you throw it out Which is really What the Sugi is all about Can you recycle it And we're going to get To recycling At a later date A general issue That's a complicated issue But recycling In theory Is a good idea That's what this Gemara is Shouldn't throw out Mayberry. See here somebody else Might need the Sitsis And they're workable And they're not cut already, they're not uh, short, that l'chat can't put in. So what do you do? So what do you do? So if you have somebody who would use them, make sure it gets to the right places. If you can't... F- you just bring it to, like, the hefker... Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Today, logistically, it's not so easy to figure this out. I have people calling me all the time, not even realizing uh, we're in the suge now, uh, and they want to know... I have a lot of old clothing or new clothing that's not uh, in style anymore, or whatever the case may be. And they want to get rid of it, right? Somebody here was just discussing this with me. They have a whole closet full, many bags. So, Baruch Hashem, we have organizations here in Muncie. You can bring it to and bring it. They have a whole store and warehouse. And a lot of this stuff that people give away, that are about to throw out, is really good. And they have, they set set it up sometimes, that people, for COVID, they can come in and get what they want. And sometimes, even if it's not good, there's always a value. We spoke uh, a few years ago about the uh, Shirim and the Chukaseim about the Salvation Army, which is Chazar Treif, because it's a Salvation Army. And Salvation doesn't mean doing tshuva and Yom Kippur, let me put it lightly. For those of you who are not here by the Shir, uh, can't give to the uh, other religions. And what do they do with it? So maybe some of it is given to poor people. And whatever is not releasable really is it's a whole industry. They have like these gigantic machines making them into little squares and they like send it to South America. And this stuff is, everything is, they get pennies for it, but it's money. And you use it for whatever they use it for. And it can be used for many applications sometimes. They sell this sometimes. They use it as a byproduct for something else and uh, reconstitute it and all sorts of things, but it has a value. So somebody, it's a big business And somebody is making money off of it So if you give it to the community They'll find hopefully a use for it and, uh, and if it's nice enough They will be happy to try to actually give it to people So let's go back to the main point we're getting to here Again, the Again, the be careful if they're right. Don't cut them with a scissor. Don't cut them with a knife. Undo them carefully. Otherwise, they'll rip and they won't be usable. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's one of the last words in uh, Psaac. If it's too difficult to unwind it carefully and not just snap them quickly, cut them quickly, big klal over here in Asugya. Derech is when you're wanton destruction. This is trying to save you time and tirche. So Therefore, if it's too much to undo, so tzaddik, what you mentioned last week is a bit of a kasha question, I don't want to call it a kasha but uh, they were a lot more focused on saving things than we are in the time of the Chai and he entertains the notion in a very serious way that it's too difficult to unravel it and it you can cut it. More you mentioned the, the right, numbers. you mentioned something about th- a few minutes I, I, a few minutes per corner a total of 12 minutes I, just, I find that a chayyadim, we make to cut. We talk about where there's an option. Remember, we, I, that's why I read this slowly. We're talking about where it can be used possibly for somebody else. So it's a shayla of and also B'zayin mitzvah Mitzvah instead of reusing it for mukka Mitzvah. And yet the chayyadim says if it's too much of a tikkah, it takes too long, you can cut it. So that's a little hard to understand if the whole thing is 12 minutes. There's a bit of it, uh, just a tsarachi in the historical footnote. Uh, maybe we'll have you 12 minutes before the shear come in and take the stopwatch and see how well you do. Although if you tell me you did it, you did it. But uh, it's a chiddush. I myself, with it. Uh, it felt only like 12 minutes. Okay, it's a chidish. because the measure of time and how I press the time and for the is it's hard to figure out. If we could, if that's a pretty finite range, I'm surprised that uh, that he says you could do this. He's yeah, arguing there's another Why eight what? knots and just. Gotta undo each one. If they're not too tight, they're usually tight. I don't know, it depends. The last one one is very tight. tight. Okay. I don't know. If anybody, it's Ben Azmanim. Soon, anybody wants to do an experiment at home, let me know. But this is a big, widely quoted Rabbi Yosha's talk with the insects and the bugs. It's based on this Chayyadam. That there is a somewhat of a dichotomy and how do you put in Baltashis where I don't want to go and deliver it to this place. I want to just throw out the clothing. I don't want... How much time? How much tiyach? How, how far do you have to go out of your way not to be able to And that's going to be a, a shayla. and tircha time, it's going to be a shayla when we get back to the mitzvahs and how much you're doing when we discuss... Uh, matter of fact, remind me tomorrow night, maybe we'll, we'll, I'll give you an example of this with the, the uh, Tainasarayvid. But Amit uh, Hashem, we will continue. The Elam really uh, came out in full force over here. So tomorrow night, one more night before all the learning we're going to do with Tukkos Amit uh, Hashem. So uh, we will have Sherem throughout the Yontif, but tomorrow night we will still have Sherem up here.